0: Hello, welcome to Audio Blobs. I'm Danny. I'm Matt, and we do that intro the same every time. Yeah, we do every time. We need every like a time. like an intro thing.
1: We do. It goes digga, do, ba, ba, no. What I mean, <laughs> uh,
0: and before we get started, I I looked us up on iTunes the other day, and we have no reviews. Oh dear. So I think if you enjoy listening to us and you want us to carry on, I think that. The best way people can help us out right now is just to leave a little a little review on iTunes. A little review. And a little lit. rate. I think you can rate us out of five stars. And obviously we warrant five always. Uh, just, uh, un- we could, undoubtedly we could just...
1: Five stars, if not six.
0: Post 40 minutes of background noise in the room of us just sat here and it would warrant five stars. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> um <laughs>
1: I don't uh, know where so- to go with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but if people can leave us reviews, that'll like, it'll, like, really help us out. Yeah, it would And be I think great. it'll make a big difference. Definitely. Um, so, without further ado,
1: should we get on with it? Yes, definitely. So, this week... Okay, you're going first. I'm going to just whiz straight into this because it's new and it's fresh in my head. Well-ish. Um, so I've been using for about 18 months, I've been using the QSC TouchMix mm-hmm. uh, desk, the digital desk, um, which was basically QSC's kind of answer to the X32 in the Air yeah. and the Alan Heath QU range and all those digital desks that run on iPads. Um, the, the QSC one... I love it because it's about the same size as a 15-inch laptop. It's tiny, 16 channels on the top, you know, up to, I can goo, do, up, oh, I can goo, has been this morning. <laughs> uh, I can do up to, um, I think it's eight orc sends, so you can have eight individual sends out mm-hmm. for different people, which is great. Um, la, 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 la. But they've just released an update for it. Um, and for the...
0: For the software. For the software, so it's a firmware update.
1: So this is both a brilliant thing. And has some massive, massive flaws. <laughs> so um, my iPad updated it first. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise that it needed updating. And it just went to all these kind of new pretty colours and kind of layouts and things like that, which was cool. Um, and then I updated the actual unit itself. Um, and it kind of looks obviously very similar. And basically big they brought out the 8 and the 16 channel versions and they've just released a 32 channel version with loads more outs and loads more ins and extra options, which is awesome. Um, But that one has a slightly bigger screen than the 8 and the 16 version. Okay. Well, what they've done is they've just taken what is on a 10 inch screen and scaled it down for the 8- and 16-channel versions, which (laughs) means that the text size on my one is minuscule at best. So a couple of the features. uh, The way that you now access the monitor sends is way better. Okay. Um, Rather than having to push the AUX button hit the AUX select button, find the one that you want, hit go, and then change everything. Mm-hmm. It's now just all down the left-hand side, and you go, oh, cool, I want to change Danny's mix. It's there, and, okay. you, and you instantly go into it. The AUX button, which is an actual physical button rather than a digital button, um, is still there, but that now takes you to a complete AUX overview, which is really, really good. You know, this All of this stuff is really good. The way yeah. that they've thought about the layout and how they've made one button completely redundant by adding it down the left hand side what they've then done with that button makes all of the sense in the world Mm -hmm. it's brilliant it's made it way more user friendly in terms of where stuff is and how you access the things the problem that i'm having is that one i'm still learning it and when it becomes second nature, then there's not going to be a problem. I'm going to go, cool, yeah. it's yeah, there, of course. that's fine. But I still need to be able to read the text at this <laughs> si- at this time. I need to still be able to go, okay, Danny's monitor is AUX2. Uh, AUX2 is, yes, it, you can read AUX2 there. It is monstrously small. And it's even worse when you go into one of the things and then you start trying to play around with... Things like the anti feedback and the parametric e q because just like trying to work out the frequency, I know the frequency is the middle dial, yeah, but the frequency where it says f e f r e q must be i don't know four point size if that three four point <laughs> it 's absolutely ridiculous, so it brings me round to this point, which is I wanted to talk to you about this, which is when. Uh, a company updates their hardware brings out new firmware that goes with that hardware and then ports it to the older Just version sticks it on of that everything thing. yeah because the old version of this was fantastic and it still i mean it had its issues and it had its downfalls like that thing when you wanted to select orcs was quite awkward yeah um but you could read everything really really clearly mm-hmm. and at a distance now i end up basically having the actual touch mix uh, display set to only front of house, and if I need to do anything else, I carry one or two iPads around because it's yeah. a million times clearer because the iPad screen is bigger. Yeah, you know, an iPad mini screen is bigger than the screen that's on. Well, the Well, this
0: is mix. one thing I was going to say real quick, just on before we talk in general about this kind of update and stuff. Uh, the difference between this QSC and some of the other desks that are in this price bracket and in this kind of size mm. that it's literally just you can chuck it behind the passenger seat in your car kind of size yeah. um so i'm thinking specifically like the x32 rack yep the behringer x32 rack and the mackie one i can't remember what model it is a bit older one but there was um, a mackie one
1: there was a mackie one. <laughs> one that ran on an ipad you slid an ipad yes, into so the that's side. the one
0: i'm thinking of and the x32 rack they don't have screens on them at all yeah so actually the QSC in my mind is still winning in that regard because if the, the these things are designed to be controlled from iPads they are and you know me and you have done a engineering gig on this where yep. we both just had our own iPads we
1: put this at the back and then and I
0: was like I'll do monitors you do front of house yeah and and we just both had our iPads and ran the whole thing from our iPads now yep. it is designed to be run from an iPad the fact that it has a screen on it as like a redundancy,
1: it's kind of like I think backup. is
0: still a really positive thing. So, and I've used this the updated app, which is exactly the same interface, just running on an iPad for yeah. the QSC now, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it runs great on an iPad.
1: It's fantastic because the screen yeah, the is screen bigger. is big enough. Yeah.
0: So I think it's still yes, whilst it possibly they're now trying to cram too much stuff onto that little. I mean, I don't know what that is—like a seven-inch screen or something.
1: Less six inches, yeah. maybe. Five and they're trying and a half.
0: to while they're while they're trying to cram everything onto that small screen. I think if you think of it as an iPad-operated device primarily, which all of these desks are becoming—these little super compact ones. Yep. They're you know they don't have dials and stuff on them. It's like a load of well, XLR slots and then well, you run it on an iPad.
1: Except the Allen & Heath stuff isn't.
0: But how much is the Allen & Heath stuff by comparison? Yeah, it's
1: it's more money. <laughs> That's what
0: I'm thinking. In this kind of price range. <laughs> yeah. They tend to be iPad driven devices. Yeah. So the fact that it has this screen in the event that, you know, your iPad just doesn't work one day or it can't connect to it or You know, you drop it in the toilet on the way to the gig in the train or something like that, you know.
1: What are you doing in train toilets? (laughs) Very uh, large train toilets. You're able to drop (laughs) iPads down. (laughs) Let's just go back to that price point again. So this QSE 16 is, I think, if you go into your local, um, you know, if you go online and you grab it from wherever, they are about 1,200 quid, about 11 to 1,200 pounds. Okay. So let's say it's 1150 for the for the sake of yeah. argument. The equivalent Alan and Heath is 1500 Okay. Well, what we're saying is that in order to make the, the most out of this is you need an iPad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same price.
0: But now you have an iPad as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, now you have an iPad as well. And to be fair, the Allen & Heath one, you're still probably going to want an iPad as well because it works in a very similar way. Yeah. Um, at the, I, I think in terms of price point and in terms of uh, brilliant amounts of flexibility in a tiny package, the QSC nails anything yeah. else to the wall. It is fantastic. And also things like the preamps in all the XLRs are really good quality. Yeah. Um,
0: I think the context in which you use it the most as well, which is when you are gigging when you're actually playing guitar and you're running and the gigging, PA. Yeah. I think it's I think it's perfect.
1: Yeah, it is. Personally. It's 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 really, really good. I just I have a couple of I have a couple of issues. So I wanted to talk to you about what other things you have where new firmware and systems have been ported across to all systems. Exactly. <laughs> My whole life. Because I think there's a bit of an issue and I think there's a there's a problem where manufacturers are trying to cr- like this. There's too much text trying to be crammed onto too small a screen.
0: I think and I might be I might be very wrong, but I think a lot of it comes from uh, consumer desire. Consumers don't feel like something's been updated unless it, the, the graphical user interface itself has been updated. Yeah. So I know, even me, for a fact, like if I download, if my phone goes, oh, there's an update available. Yeah. And I leave it going overnight. I'm like, go for it, phone, update while I sleep. And I wake up in the morning and it looks exactly the same. And I'm like, oh, well, it just downloaded like a gigabyte and... It's updated itself, and it looks. It feels like it hasn't updated. Yeah, all the back end work, all the bug fixing, all the yeah, security yeah. stuff that's been fixed, it's probably been optimised, so it has a you know extends the battery life slightly, or it runs a little bit quicker, or all of this stuff. Yeah, that's all still happened, but it doesn't feel like it's happened because it hasn't had a graphical overhaul. So I think maybe there's a little bit uh, from the developers' side of trying to make it feel like they've updated it as well by changing it graphically. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, you know, technology's moving so fast that everything's everything is changing so quickly that uh, our tastes are changing in what looks slick and current and in terms of in terms of how it presents itself to you
1: i mean the 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 key thing about this one the the new update has made it way more colorful like way more colorful yeah which is everything was pretty much like dark gray light gray Mm -hmm. white and black on the original one um and it has been massively updated so now every channel has a different color and all the orcs channels you know channel one is red channel two is pink you know whatever it is um and it makes, yeah, it, it it does. Don't get me wrong. It looks better. Mm-hmm. It works better. Mm-hmm. But there's just issues with taking something that was designed for a ten-inch screen and put and on a six-inch screen. Yeah. Um. I just have a real, I have a real issue with it. Sorry, QSE. I love your products, but <laughs> there is a bit, there is a bit of an issue. I mean, it it it's going to come down to. to personal preference and I've got a couple of friends who've got these that have had real issues with uh the new way that it runs and having not tested it on gigs or not tested it before they get to a gig. Right. So when so the so the the update came out a couple of weeks ago and I just didn't update anything until I had a clear week before a gig and I updated it on the Monday and made yeah. a backup copy of the old update as mm-hmm. well. Uh, just so that I could get my head around, because it is very different.
0: Is it a proficiency thing from your side? For instance, the first time you plugged in and switched that desk on, how quick were you able to scoot around the menus, get to the stuff you needed? to? So if somebody goes, I need more
1: guitar in my my monitor, how
0: quickly could you get to their monitor and turn the guitar up the first couple of months that you owned the desk for?
1: It was, it was a very, very steep learning curve. Like the learning curve was very steep and was a bit painful. Going from like a proper analog desk where you just go, oh, you just turn you're in channel ob- 6 and I want yeah. more in AUX 1. Yeah, Here's a dial for that. Um, because there isn't a dial for that. It's yeah. all digital and it's all menu based. Um, yeah, it took, me, it took me a while, but it's also very self-explanatory. It was very obvious that you, okay, AUX 1 wants more guitar. AUX? Aux 1, here's your settings, guitar's in channel 4, hit channel 4, turn it up.
0: But that's even easier now, is it not?
1: It, uh, no, this is what I'm saying. It's, I think it's a huge part I of this is muscle push, memory. And now I can just push Aux 1, 4, and turn it up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the update is good. The proficiency that w- I can now whiz around the desk is much better. Yeah. And it works much cleaner and easier. But it only works much cleaner and easier because I've now I know the desk really, really well. But also it's far easier to do it on an iPad than it is on the actual desk. But
0: I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, here. go for it. The majority of the use of that desk is via an iPad.
1: Actually it's not for me. Is it not? No, I I very on a gig, you'll notice, like most gigs, I don't have an iPad with the desk running in front of me. I'll have it off to the side. Oh, okay. Um, so when I'm playing, particularly when I'm playing and I'm running... Uh, so if I'm doing an engineering gig, it will all be on an iPad because this will probably be at the back behind the drummer with everything plugged in and yeah. I won't be able to actually physically get to it. Yeah. So I'll set all the levels and the game pots and then I'll do everything from front of house mm-hmm. with an iPad. Um. But if I'm on a gig, it's always just to the right of me. I don't even bother setting up an iPad. Or I never used to because (laughs) accessing everything, I knew where everything was. And if I didn't know where something was, at a glance, I could read the screen to find out where it was. Whereas now, you can't glance at the screen. Because everything's too small. You can glance at
0: the screen, but it just looks like a load of tiny little squiggles.
1: Yeah. It just, you know, you can't just, you actually have to sit and look and focus and read the thing and actually find it and that's a that's a bit of a that's a bit of an issue when you want to just adjust stuff on the fly quickly because you know i'm singing and i'm playing guitar and i'm leading a band and i'm you know doing all this kind of stuff i just literally want to look across and go there it is bosh turn it up turn it down i think
0: it's a testament to as you said just generally updating things like you just i mean for instance if i update the computer in the studio
1: Mm.
0: it's a several day long process yes and it happens when I'm not in the middle of a big job yeah so I just wait until you know I'll go right I've got a week there I've got you know I'm finishing this project that weekend and then I've got nothing in for like five days I just stick it in my calendar that that's when I need to do this big update or whatever and I'll come down I'll make an update I'll make a backup sorry of the the system as it is currently so if anything goes wrong, I can just plug that backup in and yep. boot it back into where it is, and then I systematically go through and update everything. I then have to systematically go through and make sure everything is compatible with everything. You know, I spend probably half a day <laughs> on the internet checking yeah. that everything I want to use is going to be compatible. Are yeah, there any sure. major known bugs with the new version of Pro Tools? You know, am I as Waves updated everything to? to run is there any problems with different plugins yep you know all of this stuff and all of that happens before i update and then i sit down and i update and then i test everything make sure everything's running and even then i'll start a session the week after and i'll go to open something and it'll just go oh you need to update this for it to be compatible with your version of pro tools and I'm yeah. like, okay, so then i've got to sit there and download the new download update for thing. the plugin or whatever yeah so it 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 happens with everything. I think generally, as a general rule of thumb, it's very rare that I've updated something and it's become worse.
1: What I will say to QSC's huge advantage is, uh, I've updated this maybe two or three times, somewhere like that. Um, This has been like the first major firmware. It's completely changed in terms of where all the buttons are. Um, It's one, it's never – I'm going to, to touch some wood now. It's never gone wrong, but the firmware, not a single bug anywhere near it. You know, well, it's, So they've tested it's, it thoroughly. They, and they, they've always tested it thoroughly. And
0: you've got to remember as well, you're, you've bought this. They're not getting any more money from you. True. They're just sending you this update for free. So, you know, they've got developers working on this stuff. They're putting effort into making it work. Yeah. They're rolling it out for free. They're not charging you for these updates. Yep. That's great. Also, you wear glasses. You're kind of half-blind to begin with.
1: <laughs> so, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> I mean, so uh, my my thing is this. it's uh, Updates are good. Well-tested updates like the QSC ones are good. Mm-hmm. But if you're rolling them out across a whole range of devices like they've done with the Touch Mix, I think ideally... They should maybe have just tweaked the graphics for the QSC 8 and 16. Yeah. And just made a couple of bits and pieces a little clearer. Um, and, you know, maybe have put some kind of press release out with it and some instructions because <laughs> there was nothing i mean you can get it online obviously you can go on and you can get it you can get all their instructions but yeah. there's you know they did the most they did a fantastic series of videos that went with the launch of the qsc right of how okay. to use everything and just one little you know 15 minute refresher of you here's your congratulations you've updated your firmware that thing that was here is now we've moved that to here now for your you know they could have just done that would have been really really handy just to just to have saved me maybe two hours of sitting down with a desk that i thought i knew having to relearn (laughs) where the things were in my desk can you revert it back um i have saved the old firmware file
0: would you revert it
1: back uh i wouldn't revert it back because this is better than okay. the old one so it's just a it's a it's a learning curve and it's just yeah. my the my main bugbear was just like for crying out loud this is tiny to read <laughs> that's that's my main issue this is just um, Matt's
0: consumer advice hour again isn't it it's it basically is, yeah. it's basically update things when you have a chance to sit yeah. and learn how to update said things
1: well i mean uh that was the other thing it did take me like an hour and a half to make the firmware work so if you do have <laughs> one of these and you do do the updates and particularly if you're using a mac um, they've got a whole instruction sheet thing online, read that, then read it again, and then as you're doing it in steps, reread it all, maybe six or seven times and read between the lines because there's a couple of little boxes that you need to make sure that you've checked so that it doesn't expand various folders and stuff.
0: I am uh, as adamantly anti-manual as you can get. I hate manuals. <laughs> I won't read them for anything. But I tell you what, when I've updated the firmware on my desk in the studio, which is yeah. a very different thing to yours, mine's yeah, essentially yeah. an analog desk and I'm just updating the digital side of it, yeah. which is kind of the way it communicates with MIDI for the flying faders and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I update firmware, I read manuals. Yeah. Because you can it you can just ruin stuff. You can, you know, destroy things, yeah. you can stop them from working and communicating with everything. Yeah. And and so a lot of the times when you update firmware you can't roll
1: stuff back so yeah i'm not sure whether you can roll it back i've kept all of the updates just in case just on the off chance yeah. because uh, and there is uh, there is a restore button on the desk as well okay there is a like a, oh my god panic mode like just clear it settings. yeah factory reset everything okay. please um So yes, so I don't know whether that was helpful to anyone, really. It was a bit of a rant on my part of going for crying out loud. It's all right.
0: I prefer the new software when I've used it. I've only used it a couple of times on my iPad, but I prefer it.
1: Yeah, so here is the thing. If you've got a a TouchMix 32, good for you, because I hate you a little bit because I'd like one. Um, If you've got the 8 or the 16, do the update. It makes everything well worthwhile. Stuff is easier If you don't have an iPad that goes with it, I honestly would suggest going and buying an iPad, even if it's just an iPad mini. Yeah. Because the screen... Even though the text isn't that much bigger, the screen is so much clearer. Right. Um, so even if the text is exactly the same size, an iPad screen is going to be so much nicer yeah. to read, and it yeah, will just course. it will be way easier. Uh, that's 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 my advice. If anyone else has had any issues with them, I'd love to hear because I did have a a couple of friends who have got these that updated, and you know, Aux mixes went haywire, and you've had a problem with Aux mixes as well.
0: I've just just in. In terms of it not remembering my Orcs mix from gig to yeah. gig.
1: So having said that, there's no bugs. Maybe there's a little one in terms of, in terms of that, but.
0: We but we need really to look remember. like we need to look at that. See, that's remembered my Orcs mix now. So for those who can't see us, which is everybody. Matt just loaded up my AUX mix from the gig we were on on Saturday and it's remembered it. So
1: Yeah, which is weird though, because currently in this AUX mix, there's. Oh no, you don't need any of you in your AUX mix. No. You're running it already, so, so ignore that. <laughs> Scrap that. Uh, so that's. Okay, so it's remembered it. So I, I thought it would do, but yeah, it's remembered it, everyone else's It so. didn't the other day. Um, so that's cool. the QSC touch mix. We'll, I will at some point go do an in depth, proper look at the touch mix because it's well worth it, but that's a, that's a whole hour of pain and research that <laughs> well, i, I mean haven't we done can, yet
0: we can kind of tie that in with a talking about digital desks and and pros and cons
1: there we go there i'm done rant over sorry guys no. uh, crack on <laughs> all right
0: okay so i've been messing around recently with um some of the good hertz stuff and i know on the podcast before we've talked about the trem control
1: which is and a we've wonderful also, thing.
0: It's amazing. And we've also looked at the Wolf Compressor, which is another amazing thing. Um, and I've been playing... They run, I think it's 15-day free trials on absolutely everything. And when you install... Uh, when you download one of their plugins, you, you just download you a
1: package. Get all of them. Yeah, and you, you get yeah. all
0: of them. So I thought, oh, well, I'll play with some of their other stuff. Um, and so they've got this plugin called Lossy, which is basically a uh a digital degradation plugin basically it adds digital artifacts um it's essentially decoding audio yeah um it's kind of hard to explain it's essentially if you would it, it's it's comp- digitally compressing audio and i don't mean compressing in terms of peaks and troughs dynamically compressing i mean compressing in terms of the artifacts you get when you would reduce the file size of a piece of
1: audio. Okay, cool. Because okay. we, we looked at this a little bit before we started. And that's we what did. you mean by... Um, basically, the the stuff that gets lost when you squash... Or when you take a, a lovely, lovely WAV and you go, Oh, I'm going to... You know, this is going to go on an iPod. So let's make it yes. an MP3. It's the stuff that It's the stuff, it's that, the stuff that
0: gets lost, right? So...
1: It gets lossy. It's,
0: it's a cleverness. Not just hey. a clever title. Um, so... For people who don't know, the the file size when it comes to audio, in, a, in very simple terms, the larger the file size of your audio track, the more quality you have. Yes. Now, with files, they're obviously digital. All this audio is digital. As you make the file size smaller, you lose some of the audio. It's a big reason why I don't like MP3s. It's a big reason why I don't use Spotify, yep. because they're... Compressing their audio files to the point where you're losing some of the audio spectrum.
1: It was really interesting. We had this on a gig the other day. Yes. And I was playing some music through iTunes and they were all WAVs. Yeah. And you get lovely, lovely, lovely. And, and, like yeah. full 44.1 yeah, 16 44.1. bit WAVs. Yeah, proper WAVs. And someone requested a song and I didn't have it. So I just flicked up Spotify and plugged it in. Didn't change any of the levels. And it was like someone had put a duvet over the speakers. Yes. And I hadn't actually noticed it that badly ever before, probably because I wasn't thinking about it. In general, you won't
0: notice on like little, if you're just using the like Apple earbuds that you get with your phone or, you know, you've got a 10, 20 quid pair of headphones from, uh, you know, just order them from Amazon or something, you generally won't notice.
1: But we were putting this through a, you know, 4,000 watt PA with bins and tops and stuff. And it was massively noticeable.
0: And I will notice through, you know, like a, in you know, a hundred quid pair of headphones, or yeah. through my studio monitors, I definitely noticed yeah, the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's essentially what this plugin is doing, but it's it's now presenting it to you as an audio effect. Um, and it's it's just I thought it would just be a bit fun. I this was playing is, with it on some, good. <laughs> playing with it on a drum loop the other day, and I was like, "Well, this is actually really good fun." <laughs> so uh, I'll bring it up. We'll just have a quick. I'll talk you through it first, actually. Um, so. It's standard good Hertz interface, which we've talked about before, and I'll reiterate I love these interfaces. Yep. Um, This one is bright pink as well. It's like proper pink.
1: (laughs) It's like a Barbie hot pink. Yeah, it's great. Actually, it's not Barbie pink. Barbie (laughs) pink's more pastel. It's like a hot pink.
0: Yeah, it's genius. And. As I've said before, the thing I love about Goodhertz with their interfaces is they don't try and make them look like pieces of hardware that you'd buy. Which I love. They're like, this is a digital plugin, you're using it on your computer, let's present it in a really clear, really obvious way. Everything is kind of coloured and everything is really like big squares that show you the percentage as you slide them, it changes inside the square on sliders. A really, really lovely, brilliantly designed plugins. It's basically got two main units so it's got a filter unit on the left which is just a high pass and low pass filter uh, and then it has the loss section which is where it does all the kind of fun degradation type stuff um, in the loss section you can pick from different types of uh kind of down coding i guess um, so you've got standard inverse phase jitter Packet loss, packet repeat, standard plus packet loss, and standard plus packet repeat. Now, obviously, because we're talking about digital uh, stuff, it's using digital terms. Um, so, packet loss, for instance, is not something you'd be talking about in musical effects normally.
1: Well, it's not a crisp packet, put it's, it that way. No, yeah.
0: it's it's talking about if you're talking about packets of data. Yeah, um, it's it's getting rid of them. As with all I'll talk about this bit now since that links in quite nicely. As with all the Good Hurt stuff, in the column on the right hand side where you can switch it in and out, um, we should have closed the windows. Sorry, that noise in the background is because it's far too hot to close the windows yeah. in
1: it. Someone's wheeling their wheelie bin around.
0: Uh, on the right hand side, <laughs> there's like a menu bar, essentially. Um, and what they do on all of their things if you remember they've got like a little graphical representation of what the plugin's doing. Yes. So with the compression one it's got a line and that's ducking down when yeah. the compression's kicking in, it's showing you the gain reduction on the trem control it had the, the actual sine line. wave so yeah, you could yeah, see yeah, yeah. how you were manipulating the sine wave. On this what it is is just a big grid of boxes. And basically when it's doing nothing, that big grid of boxes they're all lit up white. Because it's doing nothing. So that's yeah. your grid of your All of your
1: packets. All of your packets, essentially,
0: there. yes. Uh, as you then increase the amount of degradation you are adding, those start to disappear. And the white ones lighting up are the ones essentially the ones it's, that are that are still present.
1: It's such a, a, a good little graphical. It's a great representation little representation well. of
0: how much you're destroying the signal. Yeah.
1: It's just because it instantly you go, oh, okay, I see. Rather than, okay, I'm not quite sure because I can't quite hear it. You can physically see, oh, okay, I'm losing kind of this much. Yeah. Of, Or oh, I'm losing this and I'm losing that there. Because does it, the little graphic representation, does that respond or represent where stuff is in terms of your I frequency don't, band i
0: don't know or that is it
1: just an overall general i think it's just an amount. overall
0: general kind of amount of okay. of destruction i don't think it physically is representing the frequency band i'm not entirely that sure that would be cool um
1: maybe too much Then
0: you have essentially though two main controls uh in the loss section which is amount and speed Um, There's a makeup gain as well. Underneath that, there's a wet dry control. So you can have just the dry signal or you can blend the distorted signal back in. And then under the advanced, it's got essentially just a gate and it's got you can swap the stereo mode in. So you can run it in stereo or dual mono. Yep. Um, I will start. I've just got a drum loop running around. I will start the drum loop dry and then I'll just bring a mount in and all the way up. This is all running on standard. I'll bring amount in and all the way up, and then I'll bring the speed up so you can hear it. So we'll just bring up the the dry drums. So that's your drums there. This is what happens if I ramp the the amount up.
1: Now it sounds like your annoying neighbour
0: does sound like apart from that really horrible see if you listen to the top it does kind of at first it just sounds like um a Uh, low pass filter but actually if you listen you've got those like artifacts left left in the top that are kind of escaping making their way through um if i set the amount to uh 50 percent and then what i'll do is i'll bring the speed up starts to feel like a bit more choppy yeah and i think the speed is kind of it seems it sounds to me like the speed is kind of dependent on the transients um so kind of when stuff's hitting yeah it seems to be it seems to affect the plugin um i'm not entirely sure what it's doing or how it's doing it all i know is that i loaded it up on some drums and i was like (laughs) oh this is great fun this is cool um It's worth, just real quick, if I chuck the gate on, you'll just hear how the gate behaves. Bring it back a little bit so we get some more. Wow, you can be
1: pretty severe with that gate as well. Yeah.
0: The gate just allows you to make it a little bit more choppy and a little bit more digital sounding. It's just kind of... It's just good fun. I just like it.
1: Now, so... Uh, let's say that you've finished your song and you want to put some weirdness on your drums Mm -hmm. and you want the weirdness to increase as the song goes on.
0: This is one thing that I love about uh, Good Hurt Stuff is that their plugins are good enough in terms of latency and things like that that they're designed to be automated
1: awesome so, so you can start automate. it off with oh, zero yeah, 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 and yeah. by the end of a three minute song it it's can just be nuts fully wet yeah. fully gated yeah. you know absolute maximum stupidity levels yeah. that's kind of cool but it's been faded in over the course of a three minute song yeah that's really cool
0: yeah they're really really good fun to automate these um so i'll just go through a couple of the presets. I mean, as I said, there's a 15-minute... 15-minute? A 15-day... 15 15-minute 15 minute? <laughs> 15 15 free trial. Go! Do you like go. it? Do you like it? <laughs> a 15-day... I think it's 15-day free trial with all of their plugins. Um, if you want to kind of make some weird drum noises... I haven't used it on anything else yet. I haven't tried it, but... I'd love it's, to hear this
1: on vocals. Just, it
0: would be fun, wouldn't it? We should try that vocal. at some point. Uh, we can... I'll go through some of the presets, but... If you kind of like it, just go and download it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all of their stuff is great. I haven't used one of their plugins that I've been like, oh, well. And it's all reasonably priced. Uh, I did get the website up earlier to to let people know how much it was. Uh, let's have a quick look.
1: It's about sort of 80, 90 quid, these kind of plugins,
0: aren't they? $49. Wow. Yeah, their stuff's affordable. Oh, that's really good. Their stuff's really affordable. Their stuff tends to be uh, $49 or $79. Okay. Is, pr- is pretty much it the wolf compressor is
1: 150 dollars if you haven't got that what are you doing with your life because <laughs> it's amazing and so, uh good hurts when are you putting that into a pedal for me my friends <laughs> uh because that needs to be a tap. thing
0: yeah uh so yeah so we'll flick through some presets this one is called digital garbage i love this
1: one it's great right this is just genius Uh, that's a drum kit who does that to a drum kit it's brilliant but it's kind of cool
0: if we if we dial some of the dry signal back into it it's kind of really weird and really interesting i like it i think it's good fun uh this one's called deep space network well, there you go. That's a thing.
1: That's a thing. That's very Bit Crushed, isn't that
0: it? That is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Good. Uh, this one's called Digital Raindrops. Oh, I quite like that, actually.
1: This is the thing, like, for creating textures. Oh, yeah, it's great And, like, fun. in-time textures yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, really cool.
0: Yeah, it's really Because,
1: presumably, you can... Well, you just... Put a random drum beat in, wouldn't you? And you could almost, well, for me, what I would do is I would record my drums or whatever I did, and then I'd either mix those drums or I'd create like a MIDI drum pattern with some obscure things, like really odd things. Don't choose a kick drum, choose yeah, like yeah. a, I don't know, replace all your kick drums with a cracked splash cymbal or something, you know, yeah. and then put it through this.
0: Yeah. You can and do you're going to really, add some mad textures. Really interesting stuff. Oh, really you can, cool. It's essentially uh kind of a bit crusher distortion type deal yeah um but in in true uh good hurts fashion they've just kind of pushed it really far and gone how ridiculous is this
1: so there's there's a setting on here where you can see what you lose as well because there was one called ghost mp3 or uh, something oh yeah
0: so ghost mp3 which is kind of what what disappears what you're left with like if you were to listen to the inverse of an MP3. So
1: is it? it, it it's basic, it's not the drums that you'd hear on an MP3. It's the things that are missing from a drum That's
0: what it sounds pit. like, yeah. So basically, if you were to encode these drums to an MP3, so, this is I what off you'd lose. Turn it off so you can just
1: hear it. So that's what you're losing in an MP3. Essentially, yeah. I mean,
0: there's a great video. I can't remember what it was. Somebody mm. did it. I want to say it was an Annie Lennox song. Okay. That somebody. No, it was... Uh... Oh, okay. Tom's Diner. Tom's Diner. By Suzanne Vega. And if you search Tom's Diner MP3 loss or something, if you Google that, maybe we'll stick a little note or put the video on Facebook or something. something. Yeah, we'll find Um, it. You can listen to what disappears from the track when it's converted to an mp3 basically it is everything that is gone from the song when you convert to an mp3 and it's really interesting um i highly recommend listening to it obviously it's on youtube so you need to make sure it's high quality when you listen to it otherwise you (laughs) won't hear half of what's gone
1: um we'll put that up on facebook
0: yeah Um, i think that's the thing
1: we'll lob the we'll lob the right i I shall go through it and find it now
0: so Um, i think just go and check out i can't I cannot recommend GoodHertz enough. Just go and check them out. Yeah, uh, It's goodhertz.co um, and just download some of their stuff and just mess about with it because it forces creativity. It does, yeah. And they're one of the few plugin developers that I am aware of at the moment where I download something from them and it makes me do something I would never normally do.
1: I kind of like that because it means that you're taking a plugin that probably you would use for one thing and it kind of throws that idea that you have about what that plugin should do. And it goes, cool, you can do that. But have you seen this but mad thing, you thing that you, could also you do? can also do? Yeah, yeah,
0: look at how much fun this could be. Yeah. And it just it forces creativity. And I love that. I think that, um, yeah, that says a huge amount about them as individuals creating plugins. Um, they're kind of their imagination. So I highly recommend checking them out. Uh, download the lot get the 15 day trials for everything pick which ones you like and and go and buy them because they're really affordable and they're really good fun and you'll you'll if you're producing and writing and being creative uh then they'll they'll force you into doing stuff you'd never normally think of doing
1: which we like doing so, awesome yeah I so think that's, that's us sorry for, for my little rant at the beginning that's uh, like
0: a good rant. it's like my mac one a few uh, weeks no, ago right.
1: sorry qsc i love your products they are <laughs> honestly great and if you do need a little desk just go and buy it because it's by far that's probably the best piece of pa kit i've ever bought actually. i prefer it
0: to the mackie one and the behringer x rack thing and, and the
1: air and the the, the X32, yeah.
0: It's much bigger, though. The X32 is four times that
1: size. And the rest, as is the the Anna and Heath. Uh, but, yeah, go and check out QSC. They are, I think that's um, www.qsc.com. Cool. Um, if you need to check that out. Uh, come and find us on Instagram, which is uh, at Audioblobs, and come and find us at Facebook, which is, I think that's at Audioblobs or forward slash Audioblobs. You'll come and find us and... Leave us a review on iTunes, please. Just yes, If do. you like what we do, um, that will help us out massively because it means that we'll be able to reach more people and which means we'll be able to keep doing this, which is means- good
0: emotionally it's not just two of us sat in a room talking for <laughs> half hour every two weeks
1: which to be fair uh <laughs> let's be honest we're about to pack all this down and go to the pub so yeah it's not the end of the world no that's true uh, it could be worse half hour pub meet the greek um <laughs> so uh yes come and find us say hello poke us leave us a review um like our uh picture of some microphones that i posted yesterday which yeah. has gone mental which is great um And next time we've got uh, we've got a big rundown of Uh, the helix. Helix, Yes, Uh, we've got a friend of ours, Rory, coming along uh, because he knows his inside out. So we're going to be testing some bass and some guitar through that um, uh, and testing it out and seeing seeing what's what.
0: I'm excited because I want to buy one.
1: Yeah, I am. I don't. I want one. I'm not going to buy one because (laughs) I have better things to spend 1,300 quid on. That's very true. They've
0: come down. They're just over a grand now. We shall get there next (laughs) week. We'll talk about this next next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks time. Two Wednesdays. And until then, we shall
1: see you. Bye. Bye. Happy audio blobbing.